This is the Scum and Sneak Fantasy Football Show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Sneak, time to talk about football. You and I just had some work talks, and ugh, let's get past all that. Ugh. Yeah, we need to get zoned into football, talking about life, <coughs> work, and all that stuff is not fun. You know what is fun, though? nonsense minute questions and it's december 1st we're kicking off the christmas ones i've been waiting for it and we're gonna kick it off with uh let's just let's just get right to it we're fighting a bear again peace at thanksgiving dinner didn't work so three christmas characters or beings to fight the bear and this is the final one this is the final showdown no more bear fights after this we gotta end it here Okay. I'm going to start with Santa's reindeer. Okay. Need them to uh, stomp on the bear. Need my uh, reindeer to just start bashing them with their antlers. And then we're going to go with... What else might I need? Christmas characters. Christmas... Chris, uh, I'm going to, it's going to be, oh yeah, we're going to have a distraction. There's always got to be a distraction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's going to be Christmas cookies, just tons of them <laughs> everywhere, just riddled in the forest so that the bear does, is just like, oh my gosh, look at all these Christmas cookies. I don't even want to fight anybody right now. I can't even focus on anything but eating these Christmas cookies. And then my third player teammate uh, to fight this Christmas bear is let's see i got my reindeer i got my cookies for distraction what about krampus krampus good call you know evil krampus he's probably ruthless gonna just fight to the death i think that's my three krampus the reindeer and christmas cookie distraction i love it i'm gonna I'm going to take a page out of your book from from times past. Give me every elf at the North Pole just for a swarm tactic. Just going to try to maybe a little bit of distraction, just but send waves and waves of elves at them. Give me. I love the swarm tactic. Give me the heat miser from. Mm. Was it the freaking forgot about him, dude. Good call. Heat miser, let's let's toast things up, try to get some fire on that bear. And then lastly, let's do let's do a a corporate lady who just broke up with her uh, big city boyfriend. He goes back home and falls in love with the local baker. Oh my gosh, that is a foe right there. That that bear does not gonna know what hits him when she that doesn't lady play comes games. Out. And once she falls in love, she's going to be ready to protect that small town. That's where this fight's happening. So you're not going to want to mess with her. What a trio creative (laughs) bringing in some hallmark. I absolutely love it. Perfect call. So you guys have not really chimed in on the bears before, but this is the last one. So let us know your Christmas trio, Christmas team to finally defeat this bear. Love it. That's a great call. We've been fighting him all year. 
It's the end of the year. It's Christmas time. We have to defeat him. I can't wait till Christmas. I'm so excited. Christmas time in the city. Have you seen the funny thing that everyone's, uh, you know, looking ahead at the schedule and one of the Christmas games this year is uh, Rams versus Broncos? Mm-mm. Which, uh, you know, at the start of the season looked like it was going to be something fun, like a nice Christmas matchup. And now it's looking like uh, maybe one of the worst games of the season. Jeez, I know. Both those teams have fallen off hard. And it seems like the, the Rams are just going to shut everyone down. I don't think Cooper Cup's going to play anymore. Uh, Robinson's not going to play again. Stafford's not. Uh, Aaron Donald's missing this week and probably shutting him down. So I think they're mm-hmm. just. Packing it in, they don't even have their pick. So, I mean, like, they don't even benefit from that other than just trying again next year to run it back one more time. Yeah, basically. Uh, kind of touched on, like, I guess Aaron Donald in these days. Is there anything else that's going on? I saw Leonard Fournette practice today. So, he will likely play because I think they have a Monday night game. So, the Rashad White, you know, starter, all the carries highlight um, probably isn't going to happen even though it was really fun for anyone that rostered mm-hmm. him the what else is going on i don't think too much yeah i don't know if i saw too much other news out there um anyone's anyone important at least news wise let's see um uh pitts is shut down for the year yeah sadly he's an injury uh, I guess Odell's going to sign with somebody here this month. I don't know if that's going to. Let's talk about that. Like, who, yeah, does he make a difference for any team? Thirty years old, post ACL. I don't really see how. I guess just. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I am not really too. After that ACL and the Super Bowl, it's like, what could he really do? Jameson Williams looks to be practicing somewhat and he seems to be getting some good reports in for the Lions. So we'll maybe get to see him at the end of the year, see what he's capable of doing. But yeah, I guess that's a boot it. It's a boot it. So let's go ahead and get into these matchups. We talked about it a lot yesterday. Playoffs are right around the corner. Every matchup, if you are contending is super important. And let's start off with maybe the most important of all, the number 11 team, Pick Suck My Ingram, versus the number seven team, Let's Suck My Andrews. Hesse oh. needs this win uh, to stay in that playoff hunt. And, I mean, he's going to get it. I don't think that's the question. But um, I think what he wants to see is more dependability more consistency and more output from the Ravens stack, the one that I touted early on in the season. It started off looking good and it's just been bad lately. Andrews is now like dropping touchdowns. So for this matchup, that's what I want to talk about. Do you think Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, the whole Ravens offense can turn it around this season? Hey, that's a good question because I'm always so anti them. And then I was coming around after the start of the year. And Mm -hmm. I think Lamar Jackson's always going to be good enough to get you that mid twenties. 
uh, yes, fantasy-wise. But Mark Andrews is becoming extremely inconsistent. This week, I mean, Denver's got a pretty good D. So, yeah, Hesse's going to win. Uh, he, I don't know when it comes down to – he's number seven right now, I guess. Point, you know, your points are going to come maybe into effect at some point. So maybe he can get a huge week against you. Um, but in terms of, like, the Ravens stack – to me, it's just kind of middle of the road at this point. You know, I can, I don't really think Lamar, I mean, I don't really think Andrews, I guess he can get back to what he was start of the year, but he just, there's always been a distinct difference between the Andrews and Kelsey and it's an inconsistency, it's injuries. uh, And so that's how I kind of just see it going forward. I don't see it really turning a corner to where it's going to be, for at least for this year and then probably moving on because who knows what's going to happen with that offense and how this team finishes. So this could be either the end of this stack or I just, or it's just going to be what it is. I don't see it making some sort of leap into some great duo like Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. And we both at the beginning of the season, were saying like Andrews is going to fall off a little bit. He's not going to be tied in one again. Uh, Still, said he was in that like two three range and i think he still is like that's how bad tight end is he has not been very good kelsey is far and away the best but i mean would you rather have like andrews or uh tj hawkinson or dalton schultz i mean that's pretty equal but it's not like you for sure want to drop him below those other guys so yeah, it's it's an equal it's equal with those guys in my opinion at this point. And that's you know not even counting like hurt guys like Goddard and Ertz and I mean again good names those are guys you want on a team but not difference makers like Andrews was last year and what you wanted him to be this year and he hasn't been right. crazy so right. yeah we'll see what they do to the uh, big offseason conversation was they just stopped doing contract talks, Lamar and the Ravens, right, after they couldn't agree at a certain point. So now that's looking like the Ravens will have the leverage in this situation. So does he take a team, a more team-friendly deal, or does he walk? That'll be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to predict that he he does leave. I predict that he's going to get – I don't know what, if he's restricted, unrestricted, or whatever, but I think he's going to leave. I think not getting the deal done before this year – some in this in this scenario is not good uh i think he probably is deep down not even deep but he i wonder what the conversations are like if there are about his their inability to get receivers for him really his whole time there i mean besides andrews he's never had in my opinion competent receivers you know they've always just been serviceable journeymen right now they're running out 100 year old deshaun jackson like what is he just is he all about the money or he because he's going to get that money and there's probably you know half a dozen teams out there that will give him that money that can give him you know one team i think i saw just this morning would be interesting as if how the jets kind of go after him because with the emergence of garrett Mm. wilson and uh just that defense like you've got a number one there and you know you could they could probably do another move or maybe they could come to terms with elijah moore or something, but at least there's a one there. There's a good defense. There's good running backs. Uh, that would be an interesting team. 
That's a fun spot. I like that. I hadn't thought about that one. You see, they're, they're moving off Zach Wilson at this point, right? Like there's no yeah. reconciling that they're not no. going to run with Mike white regard. They're not going to say he's our quarterback. So that's an interesting team in my opinion. I like that one. Hmm, something to watch in the offseason for sure. Yeah. The jets is going to be one of those spots. I mean, it's like what we did with the Broncos this offseason, right? We're like, Oh, whoever they land, if it's going to be Russ or Aaron Rodgers, like that's a great landing spot. Obviously, Russ is not succeeding there, but I think the Jets are going to be that you know a similar type situation where you plug in a Lamar. That's pretty high, um, pretty high ceiling just because of his abilities as a rusher too, right? But mm-hmm. you throw in a Jimmy G there, you throw in maybe an Aaron Rodgers. Like once that happens, once you upgrade over Zach Wilson, Mike White, that Jets team is really interesting with, with Brees Hall back next year too. Nice call. Didn't even think about that. Super fun. All right. Well, Jesse's going to beat me. Whoop-de-doo. Good for you, Hesse. Go make the play. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Let's talk about an important matchup. We got Brendan, the do-nothing commission, Do versus Gooch, our number three and five teams, respectively. Brandon is projected. Sorry. Bodum four and charts number one in her hurts is projected to win by like 30 over soft tissue rehab. But we were talking about it yesterday. Gooch is coming around. His team is feisty. We think he's got a shot here. I like, I like that answer. We do think he's got a shot here. You know, I've been, I've been accused of jinxing him, but I'm just going to stay doubling down here. I'm going to say Gooch gets this win. He needs it. He's going for it. His team has been surging. Brendan's team has been good, uh, but this is a chance for Gooch to really show the league what he's all about. I'm picking Gooch to make this win. I think, um, well, I think they're pretty, well, teams are pretty even at like a um, floor level, I would say. The question is going to be, is Josh Jacobs just a normal like 20 point back or is he 40 or 50 like he's done like a couple times this year, right? Oh, let me just make Crazy. sure he's had blow up games for sure. Um, so if if we get one of those, you know, obviously not like last week where it was 60 points, but if we're in that like 40 point range that he did the week seven, 35 in week five, another 40 in week four, like if that blow up happens, it'll be hard for Gooch to win, obviously. Um, the other question in the matchup is what's going on with Christian McCaffrey? Probably is fine. I think they're just holding them out of practice for maintenance, but no, no one would be surprised if on like Saturday they say he's missing the game and taking a rest. Right. So right. that's a huge swing there. Right. On Gucci's side, it's not like they're great matchups. I think we talked about it yesterday. The Miami and San Francisco game is one to watch. We had hopes and dopes on both sides, but like he's got so many players on both those teams. If it's a defensive struggle, then Chase is also going to have a, a hard time putting enough points to win. But if it's a shootout, much better for him and his chances. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i expecting Josh Jacobs to not have that kind of a game this week. Uh, still, he could get 20-25, but it's going to be a close matchup. And uh, it'll be one of those fun matchups this week to watch. You know, like you said, the number three and number five team not far apart. Uh, and this could be easy, even almost could possibly be a first round playoff matchup, maybe. Mm, nice point. It could very well be. 
So lock well, in, folks. This week, we do think Gooch will cover the spread and a maybe upset, a maybe almost close. Mini, whatever we used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mini upset. Let's do a matchup that we don't really think will be an upset. The number six team, Herb Stomped, Dayson's team versus the number one, Wade Yeely, Gee Buttersnaps, the current juggernaut in the league, one of them at least. And like we said, no chance of an upset here. And actually, it's going to be the blowout of the week. Best coming sneak blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. This is the blowout of the week. Dayson is getting destroyed. Wade is an absolute monster powerhouse. Uh, just has all the forces against you, no matter what you do or what you think. It is inevitable. He is going to wreak havoc upon Dayson this week. It will most likely result in Dayson rethinking his entire life. Maybe. We don't really know much about Dayson. <laughs> we don't know much about Dayson. That's true. But you had the uh, dope call of Stefan Diggs, so... Definitely, uh, I, I think that Dayson doesn't want to see. But really, I, I expect Wade to like blow out his projections. It's only 155 right now. But Nick Chubb against the Texans is just going to have a monster game, most likely. Even if he doesn't score, it could be one of those like 180 yards just running up and down the field. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's such a good point. Like He could easily just be running wild. And then um, she's got his two Dolphins. So we talked about that matchup for that game just now in the last matchup. So that one could be the swing there, again, if it's a dud. But both those guys, even if the offense isn't moving, they're going to get targets, 300 catches, and probably have at least uh, enough yards because they're so fast. They're just going to uh, have it like, you know, that baseline. I don't know what I'm saying here. Uh <laughs> But Wade is going jumbo again. What do you think about that? Dalton Schultz and TJ Hawkinson again. It worked well for him last week. I don't know if when you're going jumbo two weeks in a row, you should maybe rethink it. But Wade, like we mentioned yesterday, and this week, you know, we've been talking, Wade seems to know what he's doing. So at this point, I don't feel like I can question him. Yeah, I don't hate the move. His other options are a Mike Williams, who is, I think, is going to play, but also you never know. That ankle's going to act up, you know, whatever. And then Kyron Williams from the Rams, who's become the full-on starter. But, I mean, I think Mike Williams, Kyron Williams, Hawkinson, Schultz are all, like, about the same, I would say. I wouldn't, like, think either of them is necessarily, like, a way better play than any of the others. So i like to see the jumbo move from Wade, though. And, again, it's going to be a jumbo blowout. Sorry, Dayson. Blow out, blow out. And then let's take a break. Actually, we did three matchups. Uh, we got three more to do. Uh, but first, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. This week's episode of the Scum and Schnick Show is brought to you by the newest division of Jude Plus the holiday division, the Christmas division. 
It's a scumdriftful life. And we talked about it earlier. If you want to see a woman who runs a publishing company find out what the real meaning of Christmas is when she goes back home and takes shifts at her local bookstore, well, you need to sign up for It's a Scumdriftful Life. We'll send you all the best Hallmark or Lifetime movies that are on this season. We'll give you a watch list and we'll even tell you how those movies might be connected in a shared Christmas universe. So if you want to get festive, if you really want to enjoy these weeks leading up to Christmas, sign up for It's a Scumdriftful Life, a division of And we're back. A Scumderful Life, Absolutely Genius, once again, by Juge Plus. I'm excited for this one. This month, there's going to be many, many of people that are going to be tuning in and wanting that service because it's Christmas, folks, and you better, you better get ready because that is an old, classic way of life. Got to throw them on. Got to enjoy it. Have some hot cocoa. Have some lemon ricotta cookies and nothing better, honestly. All right, Shane, back into the matchups. We got a big one for playoff implications here. Jimbo's Lift Me Up, our number eight team in the standings, versus Doug's NBA greater than NFL, the number four team. So Jim wins. He gets one step closer to inching into that sixth spot. Still would have some ground to make up, but keeps his hopes alive. Doug with a win probably solidifies, might even clinch a spot with one week left. Yeah, I think he would clinch. So very important on both ends. But the projections are only separated by one point. One little point. I like that. Very close. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Well, the only clinching Doug is going to be doing is his butt because Jimbo is coming up from the behind the backside. He is sneaking in for the upset of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yeah, yeah. Upset of the week. Jimbo will win. He will be one step closer to realizing his playoff dreams are alive down to the last week to see how this thing all plays out. We are back on the Jimbo train. He is going to take down Doug, who's been one of our most consistent teams all year. And Jimbo sneaks in, gets the win. Doug is very sad and loses. Yeah, very sad. He's probably still okay for that playoff run, but definitely not the time you want to be coughing up games. I think he gets upset because, like we said yesterday, Tua is going to be a dope this week. He's got a banged-up team and a big chunk of his team on buys. So, you know, once we see if Fournette plays but still probably in the timeshare, if – Debo plays, but still at like a limited role or at least competing with McCaffrey, Ayuk, Juwan Jennings. Like there's a lot of weapons on that team now. Um, Doug is going to find himself with a, a lower than normal score. And Jimbo is just going to blow up 
Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard. Again, one of the better running back groups in the league. Probably will show out. And now that Mike White's in, our boy Garrett Wilson uh, is back up and going to be a really good receiving option for Jim. So I like what he's working with this week. And like you said, upset of the week. Oh, yeah. Next, we have the reigning champ back to being Joe Marchuro, Ernie Fritz against my bottom buddy, Big T's Let's Ride team. <laughs> this hmm, is I wonder who's going to win this one. I got Big T. Just kidding. No, I don't. Sorry, T. <laughs> mini, mini upset. <laughs> I mean, Tyler's team is uh, going to start to look a little better. He's now got um, serviceable running, serviceable run. Whoa, why can't I talk? Serviceable running backs. He's got a decent receiver stable, at least two of them. Then, yeah, he's going to make a couple picks next year, going to be ready to get back in the fray. But this year, it's not going to happen, especially with like the way Damian Pierce is running now. Rashad White, again, back in the timeshare. And Ernie's team is just too good. He might even have the stack back. Jamar Chase might be coming back this week in a fun matchup, high score matchup against the Chiefs. Kenneth Walker has been very good. Uh, Justin Jefferson, what else is there to say? All right, we could go down all these names. But yeah, uh, contender for blowout of the week. But I think there will be a, a bigger spread somewhere else. And Ernie just keeps hold on his first round bye. Yeah, not mo- much more I can add to that. He's definitely going to win. Uh, that team is too good. T's team is too not good enough. Ernie wins. T loses. T stays uh, locked and loaded for that. Looking at uh, a good good route to that number one pick. And, yeah, that's all we can say about that matchup. Yeah, Bijan's an injury risk anyway, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and the last matchup our number 10 team Sneak Inc. versus our number 9 team Sawyer Payton 08 versus Sneak one of the classic matchups in our league I don't know yeah funny we are projected as a tie right now we are projected as the exact same <laughs> amount of points I don't know how that's even possible you guys better so- tie that is the best I would love to see a tie. I don't think we've seen it before. I don't even know if it truly is possible, Uh, but I'm going to say we're either going to tie or I'm going to (laughs) win. Hilarious. Both teams, five and seven, uh, right next to each other in the rankings, both projected for the same amount of points. You can't get more even than that. I love it. You can't, and we're just going to stick with that. It's going to be even across the board. We're both going to score 116.54 points. Uh, once again, uh, Ben does not like taking out his guys on by, so DJ Moore is going to stay in that lineup to allow us to get the tie, and that will be it'll be we'll both be five, seven, and one. I love it. Honestly, that's the best thing I've seen today. That makes me very happy. First ever tie coming up in the LV Dynasty League, and that's how we wrap up the week 13 matchups. As always, if you think we're wrong, uh, we're not, but you can try to prove us wrong with your results.
can always try to prove us wrong. Tune in week 13. We are getting down to the wire. I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. Hey, I love you. And now time for America's favorite segment. Scum and Schneek get the Thursday night game wrong. Yes, we do. Only one game this week, as opposed to the, the big-time Thanksgiving last week. But uh, I think it actually could be a more interesting matchup tonight. Patriots versus Bills. Um, both teams, I believe, right now are in the AFC playoff picture, so pretty important game. And a few weeks ago, we would have said, like, Bills blow out easily. I don't know. I'm feeling that it's going to be actually kind of a tight game tonight. Let's see. Bill's Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to say there's probably going to be some sort of weather going on. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to bounce back that defense. They're going to do whatever they can. Like I said, they're going to clamp down on digs. Josh Allen's liable to throw at least one pick. Uh, probably a lot of weirdness going on. I'm going to say, I'm going to say actually that the Patriots win. 16 to 12. Wow. You love those crazy scores. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Bills to win, but in a tight one, we're going to say, how about 20 to 19? Love it. Big time kickers for both of our scores. So if you've got uh, Tyler Bass or uh, Nick Folk, the Patriots kicker is. Uh, yes. If you have Tyler Bass or Adam Vinatieri, then fire him up tonight and then, <laughs> you know, reap the benefits. Reap them. Sow them. Nurture them. That's week 13, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening. Good luck. And we'll be back for the final week of the regular season next week. It's going to be insane. Bye. Should we talk football? I suppose.